0: Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at That's Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hi, I'm Brianna Seely, producer for Offscript Health. Welcome to Vaxon. Before we get started today, I'd like to tell you another show in the Offscript Health podcast network, The Cycle. The Cycle is a podcast about endometriosis. Join host Melissa Boudreau in listening to the stories from people all over the world and learn helpful information about the disease and ways to cope with it. Check out the latest episode, Across the Pond with Elva, where Elva tells us about her surgeries, the ups and downs of having endometriosis, and surgery tips for when you're in the hospital. For more information, visit offscript.com shows. The link will be in our show notes. Enjoy the show.
1: Howdy friends, out of patience is on hiatus for a couple of weeks. So for the next few Tuesdays and Thursdays, we're going to be dropping our best of in case you missed it episodes from 2022 and 2021. Of course, if you didn't miss it, you don't have to listen to it, but we hope in case you did miss it, you'll enjoy the episode that you missed. I think that made sense. In any case, if you did miss this episode, we hope you enjoy it. New episodes of Out of Patience, Vax On, and some new correspondent segments will be dropping starting September 6th. Thank you, and have an amazing summer. Vaxon. Vax on. Vax off.
0: Are you watching um, Cobra Kai?
1: I only watched the season two.
0: What? I haven't the t- time. How are we even friends? It came Do out we on- have kids? Do we have lives? I watched them with my kids. Ah. Oh, you just gave Cobra season Kai the Season four is coming app? up, right? I watched it already. It came out on New Year's. By January 2nd, it was done.
1: All right. I'm I'm. I'm just finished season two.
0: What kind of an 80s lover are you?
1: Uh, one Night Rider. More than...
0: Oh, Carter Kid. No, Cobra is really good. It's like the wisdom of Johnny Lawrence. This sounds like I mean. they
1: sponsored this episode. I know
0: it does, but I wish they would. No, they wouldn't. No, they wouldn't, but I would be happy. And I, I'm all for a Knight Rider uh, reboot.
1: Who's going to play Kit's voice? Because that guy's dead, right oh, from St. Elsewhere?
0: Hold on. That guy, I can't remember his name, but do you remember that about- Wait, Is this the show? The, I don't know, but that guy, do you remember that like five years ago, at the age of like 90, he and his wife beat the shit out of some intruders? Yes. It was the best. John stuff. something- no, like, that's the
1: guy from Magnum P.I. I'm confusing them. But the guy from yeah. the Night Rider voice, he
0: beat the shit out of somebody. He's the
1: guy from San Oslo too.
0: And the guy from, he was Principal Feeney.
1: Yes, there that's you. right.
0: Here for your entertainment news. As
1: opposed to Howard Hesman from Go to the Head of the Class.
0: I love how I loved Head of the Class. Yeah. I loved that show.
1: Simone was my like She's so girlfriend. beautiful. Yeah. Yes.
0: And then remember when they went on they went to like Europe yeah. on vacation? I was that like, was a good one. when was that going to happen in high school?
1: We only had band camp.
0: No. Yeah. Camp Chanawanda was not Europe.
1: So, vax on, vax off.
0: Vax on, vax off. We're here in person. We are, and it's so lovely to be here.
1: January eighteenth. Yes, as yeah. of today's taping.
0: And I enjoyed that as I walked from the parking lot to the studio. That there was a COVID test site just right yeah, there. Yeah, the vans, the, the, like the
1: like the food truck COVID tests, are all over the place. Can now. you just walk up to them? Yes. Really? Yeah.
0: Wow, I love New
1: York. The lines are really long sometimes, there which is no, good.
0: There was no line out there just now. There were like two right. people, and I was like, this is amazing. Can I just walk up here? It's like a hot dog stand.
1: It is a hot dog stand. I love New York. It's like that uh, documentary with Favreau called, what, Chef? I didn't but see that. But COVID.
0: This is what I enjoy about New York City. Whatever it is that you want, they'll, here it is. Here, have it. Yeah. it. You want mm-hmm. a bagel? Have it. You, you want a cup of coffee? No, you want a COVID test? What like? It's there. You want a public toilet? You want prostitutes? Whatever it is, have it here. <laughs> you want a show? You want to be entertained? You want to eat something? Are you not entertained. <laughs> but I feel like it is, you know, because I live in the suburbs, that is not the attitude there. They're like, right. you, you want it? You do it. You yeah. do. You want a COVID test? Figure it out, right? New Jersey sent me free COVID tests, but except it, it was the most annoying thing ever. They, The governor sends everybody a free COVID test. You get the test. It's like the most complicated COVID test in the world, and you're supposed to do it while you Zoom with someone from the state of New Jersey. What? And then you mail it back to the state, and then like three days later you get the results. And I'm like, no, I'm not doing that. That's like the
1: dumbest thing. I mean,
0: maybe it's good. What's the reason? Because they don't trust you to do it the right way, maybe? Okay. I was just like... um...
1: No, it goes in your nose, not your ass.
0: (laughs) I was just like, I'm not Zooming. I'm sorry, but I'm not Zooming with somebody about this. I've now done it 100,000 times. Like, I know how to do this.
1: That's so bad. Yeah. Well, my COVID update is that my poor little guy was diagnosed positive a week ago yesterday, Monday. And he was like already like nine days into this or whatever. But the way that the city school system works is you have to quarantine from class for 10 days, which is like this Thursday, which is the day that the show releases. But he's here today in the studio because my wife has to go to work. And I have to like manage him and help him do his homework and all do his stuff while I'm working. Welcome to COVID in Parenting 101 while we have full-time jobs.
0: However, it's fun for me because I got to see him and he's super cute.
1: Yeah, the cuteness is always going to be there.
0: I mean, parenting COVID is like no fucking joke. No. And it's interesting because it has that crossover with the work from home thing where no one ever stops working. So it's like a 24-hour workday, but also taking care of your kids 24 hours a day. So it is like the ultimate multitask.
1: But my wife and I particularly do not have jobs where we can work from home.
0: Ah, yes. My wife's a
1: speech therapist. There is no remote option. I run a studio and I have to be here with my equipment.
0: Yeah, Yeah, I mean, I'm not sure it's better either way, honestly, because there's the bring your kids into your workplace, which has its own issues. But then working from your own house seems like it would be easier. But I'm telling you, it's sort of not because you're constantly distracted by whatever you have to do for your kids. It's like no matter what work you're working on, there is a snack needing to be made at all times.
1: I also live literally on the Q train elevated platform in Brighton Beach. So every seven minutes, the ground rumbles and the place shakes.
0: Oh, that's so city and quaint. Yes, that is not what happens.
1: It's very twelve angry men. That,
0: I live in the sub. <laughs> I live in the suburb. So every twelve minutes, Amazon comes and rings and my doorbell. And your
1: deer's in the background,
0: which we will talk antelope? about later. There are deer. There are no antelope. Okay,
1: but um, I said deer's. There are wild turkey. I pluralize the word deer. I
0: do that all. Oh deer. Um, But we have massive wild turkey in my backyard all the time, and that's a whole thing. Just like Staten Island. Just like Staten Island. We're going to talk about animals later. I'm going to give you a little spoiler alert. Okay. It's not good.
1: All right. So what's our first segment?
0: We're going to actually start with some small animals. So In small animal news today. Okay.
1: Small animal news.
0: I'm going to preface this.
1: Is this the first segment? This is
0: the first segment. I don't like small animals. Um, I mean, I like the like, kids. How
1: small? Like, what's the? What, what do you draw the line? Like poodle?
0: Rodentia. These are rodentia. Oh, okay, okay. I don't like them.
1: So, like rabbits count, sort of. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Chin- so this is um, chipmunks, gerbils, hamsters, squirrels, chin- chinchillas, chinchillas. Yeah. Okay. Chinchillas are really fucking Armadillos. soft. Armadillos? No, they're not really.
0: No, that's not like a yeah. house animal. But anyway.
1: Um, okay. <laughs> what about the rats of Nim?
0: oh did you have to bring them up i'm traumatized <laughs> from that book.
1: sorry everyone that's listening to that i just triggered something from the mid-80s
0: oh the rats of i will never forget that that's a good book i guess it would it like traumatized me because the rats they were sick they had a sore throat they had to dribble the medicine down yeah their
1: throat.
0: uh-huh why, oh okay. it was animal
1: farm was why good. did you
0: just do that to me okay I don't know. You're here, welcome. here we go anyway let me right. t- let me small t- rodents go for it small forth. rodents okay so Hong Kong tested hundreds of rodents, chinchillas, and rabbits for, you guessed it, COVID-19, and guess what?
1: They were all positive.
0: 11 hamsters tested positive, and as a result, Hong Kong ordered that 2,000 hamsters are humanely put down.
1: Hamster aside.
0: And then the entire hamster industry is now shut down.
1: And There's a hamster industry? Apparently. Like a Petco?
0: I like Yes. And apparently the infected hamsters in this particular case, they originated in the Netherlands. I cannot believe, by the way, that hamsters are being imported from the Netherlands to Hong Kong.
1: That's a cargo ship I want to be on.
0: A ship full of hamsters. Like we're going to replace the airplane full of rubber dog shit with airplane (laughs) full of hamsters. But apparently it's like a real thing. Hong Kong warned people not to kiss their pets. What? (laughs) Not to kiss their pets? Yes, and ordered a mass cull of a hamster. Wait, how many hamsters are pets in China? Apparently enough that this is a fucking problem. Don't
1: kiss your chinchilla night.
0: Yeah, so apparently, and, and here's the headline, Hong Kong eradicates sale of all small mammals after COVID is found in 11 hamsters. So it's possible that it was an overreaction? Yeah, Right like that seems like a lot of hamsters to kill. To
1: euthanize 10 million hamsters?
0: I mean it's 2000. I kind of feel like who
1: cares? I exaggerated.
0: I also don't care what happens to the hamsters. Is that is that true? I'm gonna, we're going to get hate mail. No,
1: on if it. they were mammals it'd be different. They I are think mammals. rodents.
0: No, they are mammals. They're All small. right.
1: Biology 101. Yes rodents are mammals
0: rodents are mammals quick because they have but a mother rodents
1: like a subsect of mammals though right like crustaceans <laughs> yeah <laughs> i don't know i don't what know jellyfish Look, i've no yet
0: all i know is i'm like this is what's going on and who are the people that were like let's test the hamsters and like i don't know it just seems really weird to me the whole thing makes me very uncomfortable
1: but then again like rodents like there are mouse traps i think we're used to killing rodents in ordinary life they're pests yeah well I, but not hamsters No, hamsters are pets. They're
0: pets, not pests. Right. They're pets. like And guinea pigs, too. Yeah, yeah. But I don't know. And
1: the chinchillas are like, like, they look like you want to kill them and wear them as a scarf.
0: Yeah, but they're really soft. But they're really soft. They're really soft. But no known word on the chinchillas. Like, apparently they're fine. They're fine. But they said don't kiss them.
1: (laughs) Don't kiss the chinchillas and kill the hamsters.
0: (laughs) Don't kiss the chinchilla is a terrific band name.
1: That's our band name. Yeah. From now on.
0: So this is what's happening. Okay. This is the world outside your window. Don't kiss your chinchillas in Hong Kong (laughs) I don't even know what to do with this. I just felt like I needed to tell you that this story was happening. I don't even know how I feel about like, it. Like I want to know
1: where Petco is on this. Or like, uh, Petland discounts <laughs> for the best care a pet can get. <laughs> Those poor
0: guys. This is not the best care. No, not the best care. no not the best so care. Not the best care. I feel like they could have put just little masks on the hamsters. <laughs> masklets? <laughs> little masklets. <laughs> so weird. Uh, all okay. right, so,
1: so as of listeners hearing this today, January 20th, You can go to covidtest.gov and get your free tests, which you did already.
0: Which I did. or I went on to something and someone said they were going to send me. You went on to something somewhere? (laughs) The Postal Service said that they were sending me one.
1: You went to covidtest.com. I don't know. Which is a porn site.
0: (laughs) Dot, dot TV. (laughs) Um, Yeah, but I mean, this, I actually think this is really great because I think that for a lot of people, the idea of testing is kind of, I don't know, scary and then, when the test arrives in their own mailbox and they see that it's not a big deal, it may just encourage people like, oh, okay, I could see myself doing this. It's it's really a nothing thing to do. Like I have house guests coming this weekend and we all got COVID tests and we're all going to do them in the morning before they come. And it's you really not a big deal. You swab it, you
1: stick it in the thing and you close the lid and you shake it and wait for it to happen, right? Like what, a pregnancy and, test.
0: Yes. And you know, it's different depending on which brand. Oh, really? Yeah. So I have one. I think I have the, um, the Abbott. One, and it's like, it is exactly like you just described. But then I also did the Binax, what is it called? Ongo? If then no it's idea. the same logo as the Broadway show if then. Okay. So um and it's really cool. It has like an app that you scan and then it walks you through each step and it's super fun. And then it doesn't trust you to read the results. So you have to take a point your camera, your phone camera and at then it, it tells you what and the then results are. It tells are. you what the results are, it doesn't trust you.
1: So idiot proof.
0: It is. It, it it's amazing.
1: And you don't need the governor of New Jersey overseeing this.
0: It, it, exactly. Okay. Exactly. You don't need to do a Zoom call with anybody from New Jersey. <laughs> but uh but yeah, you, so you get it says every household can order up to four free tests. And um, in addition to that, there's additional free federal testing sites across the country. I know they just opened one up right near my house. They opened a mega testing site.
1: And there's the food truck downstairs from here now,
0: which is amazing. I don't understand why, frankly, like they're not doing that everywhere. I mean, I understand this is Manhattan, so they're on every corner. Yeah,
1: I don't know why. It's like food trucks and like Mexican food.
0: Right. So it's I think f- f- it's terrific. And hot I f-
1: dogs <laughs> and COVID tests. Canisters <laughs> and COVID.
0: They weirdly like why aren't they doing that? I, I mean, don't know. They could. Like, find something that everyone likes.
1: I think COVID Kinish is another good band name. I, I love Kinish. Oh, I want a yeah. Okay, I
0: might mm-hmm. have to get a
1: Kinish on the way yeah. home today.
0: Anyway, but I, I mean, I think that that the idea of having such readily accessible testing, it's important for so many reasons. You know, it's important because testing is a great way to fight the pandemic. But I think it's also, like, psychologically important. Like, it's, hey, no big deal. They make it really accessible. Like, it just normalizes the idea of testing. And I hope that the idea of testing carries over to, you know, future uses
1: that it just, you know. I just feel like the hypochondriacs in the room are going to have like a Scrooge McDuck bank vault full of them and test themselves every hour
0: because they can't
1: wait to be positive. No comment.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I may be someone who hoards the COVID test. Oh, no. No, no, you know what? It's, it's.
1: I don't want to know unless I'm symptomatic. Is that wrong or right?
0: Well, I want to know if I'm exposed to someone who is symptomatic. Right.
1: I, that I, de- I understand
0: if I know for a fact that like one of my children is positive, I definitely want to know
1: because but I want to not. If you're just the average Joe with a family and no one showing any signs.
0: Oh no. Then would I would want
1: to be inclined to just, Oh, maybe I'm positive. I can't wait to find out.
0: Well, you know, it's interesting because I would say no, except, you know, I I play in an orchestra every week and we have a lot of people over 65 in the orchestra and you know, we're, we're, some of us can't wear masks as we perform And I would feel absolutely terrible if I were positive and I didn't know it and I spread it to someone else. So we test before each rehearsal. And I'm so grateful for that added layer of protection. And it actually, I'm glad I'm protecting other people. And I'm also, I'm kind of happy to know every week, like, oh, it's Wednesday. I'm going to find out that I'm COVID negative. And it just makes me feel confident when I'm in close quarters, like I'm with you today. And I'm confident that I'm COVID negative because I tested recently. Okay. So, I don't know. I, just, I For me, it's like psychological. It just calms me down. I don't have to walk around feeling like, oh, I hope I'm not spreading some invisible illness to someone else.
1: Yeah. That's the altruist in you. I mean. Most I, of I've, this country isn't that.
0: No. as I Can I just tell you? So, today, before I came here today, I stopped at the Wawa, as is the law in New Jersey. Yeah. And this nice lady behind the register had her mask, you know, only on her mouth and not on her nose. And she's talking to the maskless lady. And she's complaining and she says to the lady, see this mask I'm wearing? It doesn't do nothing because it's cloth. You got to get the N95 ones. She's wearing the mask, saying that the mask is useless. And then she says, I'm not getting that N95 mask. I'm not spending that kind of money. I'm like, what? Hello? What logic? You're going to go to work in a convenience store
1: with a zillion people. And germs.
0: And germs. There's no mask mandate in New Jersey, so she doesn't have to wear a mask. And yet she's
1: doing the chin diaper thing. She's
0: doing the chin diaper, acknowledging that it doesn't do anything. Right. But refusing to do what would do something. Yeah. I don't understand.
1: That's quality logic from Jersey. (laughs) (laughs) Quality logic from the Wawa. Yes, exactly. Wait, I want to go back to, if there's only four tests per household from the government, what if there's five people in your
0: house? That's what I was asking before, but apparently you only get four, and you got to figure the rest out on your own.
1: So sorry, Jimmy, you're fucked.
0: Maybe you got to make friends with a smaller family. That's right. Right? You go get some single people.
1: Or just sorry, Grandma, this is for me.
0: <laughs> no order four, not one.
1: Your COPD ain't got nothing on what I need.
0: <laughs> Listen, it's four more than we had yesterday.
1: I guess that is, that is actually actually true. All right. So all right. So uh, covidtest.gov. Yeah. Check it out, please. Exactly. And wear your mask at Wawa.
0: On your fucking nose and mouth.
1: Okay. <laughs> All right. Sir moment?
0: You're going to love this sir moment. It's so good. Sir it's, moment. It's more animals. Okay. Are you ready? This more is the, animals? More animals. We're not ch- chill it out? We're not to ch- chill it out. Okay. Uh, listen to this. Ready? We asked the doctors this week, do you think it's likely that a deer or some other animal species could become a reservoir for COVID-19?
1: So venison packing.
0: Ready for this? Ready for this answer? Okay. Eighty-five percent of the sermo doctors said, "Yep, that's what's going to happen."
1: So we're going to have to kill all the deer again.
0: Well, I don't know. We don't kill them when they have Lyme disease. We don't. Do we?
1: We kill them on Staten yeah. Island all the time.
0: Yeah, but I don't think we kill Unless
1: them. they're like destroying them all?
0: Right, but it's not because of well, disease. That's overpopulation. That's <laughs> yeah. different.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. We asked them, "Do you think viral transmission of COVID from humans to wildlife is likely? From humans to wildlife, do we think the deer are going to catch the COVID from me?" The because answer, they're in your backyard. The answer is 80%
1: yes. So you're you're like patients, you're for the venison vaccine.
0: Like what? I, really? I have to worry about wearing my mask in my yard with the turkeys?
1: Do other venison feel shame by this? Like where are the antelope?
0: <laughs> but I want to know something. How on earth am I transferring COVID to an animal? How? How? Just, just
1: maybe there's just a natural attraction.
0: But like am I that close? To- <laughs> I just don't. <laughs> This is killing me. This poll is killing me. I cannot it's believe. What about it. you? How about? That? Are you concerned that strains spreading among deer could spill back into the human population? Seventy nine percent of the doctors. Wait, yeah.
1: So the deer are going to cause like the venison variant. I guess so. Great. Okay.
0: Yeah, it's going to be a little gamey. But <laughs> I cannot believe I have to worry about this.
1: That's hysterical.
0: I, I honestly can't believe it. Okay.
1: Problems Brooklynites do not have.
0: Seriously. Or how about this one? Are you concerned by the potential for household pets to contract or spread the virus? 77%. Yep. My so the gonna... virus
1: is going to jump species, which it already has It already. already has. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But it's like, I. this is, I have to tell you, I, I really, really like to pride myself with somebody who, if there is something to worry about, I will be worrying about it. Right. I, I'm like the sentinel of worrying. I'm not worried about this. I generally am not worried about catching it from my cat or the deer. If I have to worry about my fucking cat now, this is a problem.
1: I'm just worried about zombie chinchillas. <laughs> That'll be the end of humanity as so we know you, it.
0: You know, I have I have two cats and they're like crazy. They go outside. They cross the street. They go into the swim club, into people's cars. Now I got to worry where they're going. I got to get them How vaccinated. How does
1: one test a cat or a dog for COVID?
0: Well, I'll tell you that swab doesn't fit up a
1: nose. That swab does not go there. No. <laughs> oh.
0: <laughs> I have no idea. Maybe I'll put that on the Zoom call. Yes. So yeah, um, yeah.
1: That that's gonna be the server. So we're doomed.
0: We're. I mean, I I feel like generally I like the Sermo pole because it makes me feel like oh now I know what the medical. And now you means. hate
1: it because you're at fault.
0: Yeah, it's my fault, and I don't know what to do. Like no solutions for these problems. Just like I'm gonna give it to like ducks as I'm feeding the ducks, and yes. then they're gonna give it back to me. And like, are, do we have any chance? Are we gonna vaccinate the ducks, the chinchillas, the the deer, and the turkey?
1: That. Uh yes sure I'll take the lead oh. I'll be back in a minute
0: I've ever seen like you know what about horses like my family goes horseback riding but like horses make a lot of what is it called respiratory aerosol and all that shit yeah they're like <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> what is that what a horse sounds like yeah with their oat mulch <laughs>
0: <laughs> but like that could be very like if a person did that in my face I'd be like oh the COVID.
1: all right so now we're at the apocalypse of this jumping to all species domestic and terrorizing yes. Okay. Okay. So welcome. When it jumps to like I don't know, like eagles that can talon their babies, whatever.
0: I mean, I was just gonna say, what about the birds? Because yeah. once the birds have it, the birds and the squirrels, that's it. We're right. fucked. Mm-hmm. Pigeons, or the rats. Or the rats. Or the city pigeons. rats. City rats and pigeons. Yep. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know to do this information.
1: All right. Well, we're ending on a low note.
0: We're and it gets even lower.
1: I think we should make some money. All right, make some money. Have some. All ass. right, we'll be back right after this.
0: Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be.
1: You said we could not fall deeper into the nadir of these conversations. All right, prove me right. Prison. I'm going to prison. No,
0: (laughs) no. But listen to this. Are the deer in the prison now? No, but chinchilla jail. No, but you know what's in the prison? What? Covid. Ivermectin.
1: The horse shit. Yeah. The The horse horse tranquilizer. Exactly. In the prisons. In the prisons. With Joe Rogan. Yeah. Okay.
0: So here's what's happening. Four inmates at an Arkansas jail have filed a lawsuit against the jail and the doctor because they were unknowingly prescribed ivermectin after they contracted COVID.
1: Why would they, wait, why would they be prescribed that if it doesn't work?
0: Well, it is Arkansas.
1: Oh, so I'm done.
0: I hear. Look, first of I'm all, I'm
1: satisfied with that answer.
0: Look, they said that they were treated with ivermectin as a form of medical experimentation, and the Arkansas ACLU filed the lawsuit though, so they must have done some research. You know, they right. they do have an obligation to make sure that there's at least you know some kind of credible case. And it says that the the prison administered ivermectin to these few people who had COVID nineteen, and they didn't tell them. They did not get informed consent. They said that um they prescribed the drugs and they told them it was it was vitamins, antibiotics, and steroids. And the lawsuit says that if these people had known that they were being given horse dewormer, they would have refused it. And according to the lawsuit, they suffered from side effects that included vision issues, diarrhea, bloody stools, and stomach cramps. And they're suing. And we will see what happens. Well, prisoners have rights. Yeah, they do. They and do. like they they sur- and I, you know, I have to really wonder about this. Um, because in my mind, there could be one of two things happening. On one hand, it could be that someone evilly used prisoners as test cases mm-hmm. to see like what would happen. Like they'll never know. We'll just give it to the prisoners and see right. what happens to them. On the alternatively, it could have been a person who is actually well intentioned, who believed that ivermectin was good, as right. many people do. Mm-hmm. And just said, well, well, these people have COVID. We're going to give it to them.
1: And they are just misinformed
0: doctors taking liberties that they shouldn't be taking.
1: How did these prisoners find out they were given ivermectin?
0: So we don't know that yet. Uh, I imagine that that's something that's going to come out during the discovery process of the lawsuit, and which is in many ways a good reason to have a lawsuit in these kind of cases to, you know, dig and look at the records and find out what people say. Um, well, you know, stay tuned. We'll find out as the case moves along.
1: That's just... The fork in the road that this can take is terrifying. You yeah, because either think, way, it's bad. Either way, it's bad, yeah. right? Like, I'm well-intended, and I'm giving you horse dewormer, or you don't deserve to live, and I'm giving you horse dewormer.
0: Or, like, maybe I think this is going to be okay, but I, you know, I, I don't know, and you're nobody because you're a prisoner, so I'm just going to, like, test it out on you. I mean, there's there's no way that it comes out that this is okay. I mean, right. it's—and and let's let's be clear— It's pretty bad that it's ivermectin because we know that that's kind of a ridiculous way to treat COVID. Right. But it would be bad even if it was something innocuous. Like you do not give prisoners medication without their consent, period. It doesn't matter Mm -hmm. if it's horse dewormer or if it's fucking Tylenol. Like you don't do it um, because prisoners are people and they have rights and like that's the end of the fucking story. Right. But um, I mean, but it's just especially absurd that it's this nonsensical treatment that doesn't help COVID causes bad side effects, and is a freaking horse dewormer.
1: Well, I I mean, the fact that the ACLU is involved lends it a lot of credibility. I agree. Yeah, I agree. And, you know, this is not something to kind of snuff off.
0: Right, All right. And and, and I hope the case gets a lot of publicity. You know, not even so much because of the COVID angle, um, but because, you know, everyday Americans walking around really don't even think about the kind of shit that goes down in prisons. And this is the type of thing that, does happen and can happen and is really troubling and it's the type of thing that should be on people's radar because whatever you think you know it's not a political issue no one ethical believes that we should be doing medical experimentation on prisoners no so so that's like not a chinchillas yes i mean i suppose we should be glad it's not hong kong they didn't just euthanize them oh my god yeah but uh rip
1: gerbils hamsters (laughs) hamsters Hamsters. yeah yeah okay
0: i wonder how the gerbils are doing
1: yes Someone should go to the zoo, any zoo, and just test every animal secretly.
0: I think they did. Remember in the beginning and we found out that the tiger at the oh, zoo- the
1: tiger, had- yeah, had COVID.
0: Right. I don't understand. We're all
1: doomed. <laughs> doomed. This poor planet.
0: So, yeah. On the uh, animals are people too <laughs> <laughs> issue of on. So that's what I got for you today. I, it's not uplifting. I'm sorry.
1: I want to go back to one last thing before we close, which is this I- not which even is, an idea. Which is the Rats of Nymph. The Rats of Nim, yes, or the Secrets of Nim, and then the Rats of Nim, the yes. sequel, yes, the two of them. The idea that I'm I'm just growing even more apathetic to people who continue to consciously choose to not get vaccinated, that pose risks to other people, and that hospitals are just now riddled again with people who chose to not be vaccinated, and they're getting in the way of fucking cancer treatments again.
0: Yeah, I, the hospital situation is really dire right now. And, you know, there are so many people walking around saying, oh, COVID, it's just a cold, this and that. But the hospitals tell a different story. And, and you know, I know you have friends and family that work in hospitals, as do I. And they are, what they are reporting is it's really upsetting. You know, you have people with totally unrelated health problems uh, unrelated to COVID that cannot get their treatment, cannot get to the hospital.
1: And and unlike what happened, it was really bad in the spring of 2020, that whole original flatten the curve, keep the hospitals empty, which, which is a great idea. Fuck, no one did any of that stuff. But now there's an opportunity to, A, keep the hospitals empty by getting vaccinated, but also reducing the load on reduced staff. Because people that work in the health system that are vaccinated are out of work for three or four days because yeah. they get Omicron. It's a cold at this point, but they got to get out of work for five days. Right. So, so. we're short staff and assholes in the hospital dying of COVID because they wouldn't get vaccinated.
0: Yeah, it's really, you know, this it's like we're seeing now in some ways what the worst fear was in the beginning of the pandemic. And, and in the beginning of the pandemic, we had no control over it. Right. But now we have some control over it and we've mitigated the risk to some degree that we're not afraid that every single doctor nurse is going to die. Right. You know, but they are still out of work. Everybody is still short staffed and to now tax the hospital and medical system to the breaking point. It's just terrible. And, if, you know, anybody who has close friends and family who work in the medical industry knows that, you know, your loved ones are really at the breaking, they're all at the breaking point right now. And it's an unfair thing to ask these people to care for us when, like, it's a completely avoidable illness.
1: That's the magic word. I mean, yeah, we're excluding obvious people who are fragile and cannot get vaccinated. This is not an assail on those people in right. any way, shape or form or children under five years old. But this is this is a massive chunk of the population that either still think it's a hoax, or are just like my freedom, or right. like there's a Bill Gates chip in there, and it's gonna give you autism. Like right. no, right? I don't do understand. your part, and get the hospitals to have less of a load, so when you get cancer or your aunt has cancer, they can actually go in for their surgery.
0: I, absolutely, and let me say this: if you are so sure that you know better. That you're, you know, that you just refuse to get vaccinated for whatever your reasoning is. There's always the option of just staying home. Yeah. And just not infecting yourself and not infecting other people, which will also stop the hospitals from getting overrun.
1: Because this is not about choice anymore. This is about consequence. Right. And and the whole world. It's not a righteousness thing anymore. Like this is a an avoidable situation because once again, they're now canceling cancer surgeries and cancer screenings are going down again. Right. Not okay.
0: Really important point, Matt. Yeah. You know what else is not okay?
1: Gerbils and hamsters. Hamster side.
0: Kissing your hamsters. And, not okay anymore. And
1: you got to lay off and make an eyes of those deers in your backyard.
0: I, I will stay away from all of them. Yes. Okay. I'm gonna just...
1: It's the new zoo review all <laughs> over again.
0: <laughs> and that's the good news with Gary Gnoe. Yes.
1: No gnoos, good news is good news. And maybe we had some good news. We did. But mostly. What was it? hamster ganoos it was
0: mostly hamsters deer and prisoner
1: (laughs) on that note another episode of Vaxon in the can illura nanos thank you so much
0: nice to see you matt see you next
1: time all right see you next time that's all for now if you like Vaxon, be sure to subscribe leave a review on apple podcasts follow us on social and tell all your friends to listen Tell us your shit show of a healthcare
0: story by leaving a message for us at 855-AUDIO-66 and we might just use it in a future show. VaxOn is a product of Offscript Health. We are a healthcare engagement company built for patients and caregivers by patients and caregivers. Our executive producers are Matthew Zachary and Andrew McDowell. Our senior producer is Brianna Seeley. Our hosts are Matthew Zachary and Allura Nanos. It is recorded, mixed, and edited
1: by Brianna Seely. For advertising and media inquiries, email media at offscriptnot.com. That's media at offscript.com.
0: For more information, visit offscript.com.